because we are a family here at our Southeast Broadway table, we believe that whenever there are things that are happening in the world, that we somehow don't quarantine ourselves in the midst of church, that we close our ears or our eyes or our hearts or our minds to the realities that affect uh, each and every one of us, but that there's actually strength to stand behind this table and to address the things that actually hurt us. So this morning, I come as your pastor to address hard things, and I also come as a person to address hard things. A few weeks ago, our dear brother Todd Campbell, who's our Duke um, pastoral intern, was so very vulnerable and shared how he was just feeling a little bit kind of bowed down in spirit. And that even though he's a person who proclaims the good news of the gospel, he also um, is not uh, limitless, that he also experiences pain, that he is also a human being. And I'm a human being who has to also draw near to the realities of other human beings. Tasia Cole, who is a great writer, also photographer, says this, that sometimes writers find themselves with a quiet sorrow when they recognize they cannot find words that will easily resolve. And that when you cannot find words that will easily resolve, it feels as though you're just sitting together in the dark with other people. Well, for the last week, I've felt like I've been sitting in the dark, not quite sure what to say that can make things better and can erase hurt. We are a part of what is called the United Methodist Church. And some of you may know that on Tuesday, the United Methodist Church made headlines as it passed some laws, some legislation, some plans that directly affect our siblings in the body of Christ who are LGBTQA+. But when something affects our siblings in the body of Christ, then they affect all of us. But the ways in which this particular plan was written, it singles out our siblings in such a way that is not God-honoring, and that does not speak to the welcome and grace and love and mercy and creation of a God who says very good, specifically for our siblings who are LGBTQA+. And in the midst of this global gathering where these particular plans were, were passed, there were lots of times when words were used harmed. There were times when cultural complexities caused us to really cut each other at the knees and sometimes at the heart. There were times when things were said and things were done when we were enacted harmed in such a way that we spoke and also acted as though those who are made in the image of the Most High God were like second-class citizens. Or that people that God says, very good, get reduced to issues. So I need to say sorry. Because I was in that space. And even though I might not be responsible, as a friend told me, I have to be response-able. I am sorry. I am sorry when you have been made into an issue. I am sorry 
when we have talked about you as though you are a second-class citizen. I am sorry, but we have done more of this than this.
to anyone. Not based on gender or age or sexuality or race or ethnicity. We are a community shaped by invitation, an invitation into new life in the here and now. So we can never be a community based exclusion or a community that feels like it has to be silenced or a community that ever pushes anyone to the shadows. And here's what I also believe. That the church with all of her flaws can still be a conduit. On Tuesday, it doesn't certainly feel that. But I still think we can be confident. That if we posture ourselves differently than books and differently than plans, just maybe, just maybe, the empire might look more like the kingdom. Kingdom, looking back, being a plan. I also want to um, say this. The church is not a building, it's not even a set of core values or guiding principles. You are the church. Okay, friends? Which means that in your daily thoughts, you have to ask yourself, who will be the check at the door? A few uh, months ago, I preached a sermon about uh, when this woman busted Simon the Pharisee's house and, and how um, Simon the Pharisee was wondering why did this woman show up and that she was not welcome. And every single time this Lord has read that particular passage of scripture, I have always seen myself as the woman. Thinking about the times when I have been checked at the door. But God might be inviting each and every one of us on behalf of our siblings, our friends, our neighbors, the ones that we say we love who are LGBT. A plus to ask this hard question. When have we rooted people from the table? So it's not about what we say in this space, it's also about what we do beyond this space that will speak to if this space even feels safe. In April, the Judicial Council of the United Methodist Church is going to have its state meeting. And it's going to look at this particular plan that was passed at General Conference. There's a possibility that this plan might be thrown out, that it's considered what they call unconstitutional. But this is the thing, whether it's considered unconstitutional or not, damage has been done. We have harmed and we continue to harm. Then um, in 2020, there will be what is another one of our global gatherings called General Conference. And I believe that lots of robust conversations are going to happen about this plan. And we may walk away, and this plan may also go away, but guess what? We'll still have the charge upon our lives to live and to lead the kind of lives that we offer up generous welcome. But I say that so that you might know that there's still yet hope that what we heard on Tuesday may not be actually what happens. 
So you know how you can pray and also hold on to hope. And I know as a community, as I've been fielding text messages that we are going to now be forced into new faithfulness, to have to have conversations about what welcome actually looks like, that we don't have commas and caveats or, um, or all these exceptions. And we've not had those conversations here at our South Squad table. And God is saying, mm, you're going to be pushed if you're going to be faithful. But between April standing meeting, the general conference, and the conversations that are yet to be had, I want you to hear these words that my friend said to me. Where love doesn't exist, everyone loses. Where love doesn't exist, everyone loses. And we're not going to lose. Do no harm. Do all the good you can. Stay in love with God. We are not shaped by boats. We are shaped by Jesus, the issues, generous God. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.